0: Hey, this is Mike.
1: Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Roke Wash Knobs, the only watch podcast that curses to hell. The magistrate who granted this and holy fate, you have made it all the way to episode 242. Michael, hello. Hello! Hello!
0: 242. 42.
1: They I said was it listening be to done.
0: episode, I listened to episode two the other day, actually, oh, just for why? fun. Oh, okay. Because we were, my wife and I, we were talking about tequila, and I think I said, <laughs> the only thing that I know oh, about yes. tequila. Was that I went to that one random Hodinky event in Miami?
1: About that, yes. Oh man, that's great. Yeah, I love getting messages from folks who are like, "Hey, I listened to episode thirty-six, and you were talking about." I'm like, "I don't have to stop you there." I have no idea what episode thirty-six is about. (laughs) Like, 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 oh, remember in episode one forty-one when you were? No, I, I, I I really don't. I don't know. (laughs) I'm gonna forget this episode the second Michael and I are done recording it. Yeah. I enter a fugue state when I record and then I wake up like in my garage covered in sweat. The episode is up. Yeah. And then the episode's (laughs) up and then everyone's like, hey, great show. I'm like, I don't know what you people are talking about. What show? What is a what is a broke watch? You know what I mean? Like who's two broke watch knobs? (laughs)
0: Uh, I apologize. My wife might come in soon to bring me bacon. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. I have some bacon. She was making it and I was like, I want some. What's Um, your
1: bacon situation? Do you just do like the Oscar Mayer thing, or do you go like do you like scale mountains to find like, like artisanal bacon? We,
0: (laughs) we were we have a we have a guy we have a bacon guy. That's cool. That's cool, bro.
1: (laughs) You got an apple guy, I'm sure you got a bacon guy, right? The Oscar Mayer guy. The Oscar Mayer. You got an Oscar Mayer guy. Yeah, it just happens to be Oscar Mayer. No relation.
0: I mean, it's not that fancy. We, We we have a a farmers market close by. Pretty good. Local I love the farmer.
1: I, I love the bacon situation where it's like, oh, applewood cherry teased bacon and I eat it and I'm like, I taste none of that. Yeah. I don't taste <laughs> any of the things It's like, oh, you know, heavenly caramel brown sugar bacon. Like it just tastes like fucking bacon. I don't understand. And so like <laughs> and so like if I do bacon and I want to taste those things, I just do it myself. Like, have you ever just crumbled sugar over bacon and then done it in the oven at like three seventy five?
0: No, we don't know anything about well, I mean we know some things about bacon, but again...
1: Do you have a wire um, rack?
0: Uh, Yeah.
1: Okay, so you can take a wire rack, you put it on your baking sheet, you line your bacon on the rack so they're not touching, and then you take brown sugar and you kind of sprinkle it up top. If you need to smear it on the bacon with your hands, do it, but not too rough. Otherwise, it'll stick to your hands and it'll ruin your life. But as long as there's enough brown sugar on the bacon, you're good throw it in there at like 375 or 400 if you're in a hurry, and sort of like 12-ish minutes, kind of eyeball it, it will candy the bacon with brown sugar. Damn. And it's very nice.
0: I mean, that sounds good.
1: Yeah. Next time you bacon it up and you have time mm. and the tools, I would suggest it. Right. Hey everyone, you're listening to two book Bacon Snobs here. Uh, we we'll just talk about bacon recipes for... Maybe an hour and a half,
0: right? That's the easiest. That's probably like the easiest recipe I've ever consumed on the internet. The Vegas most of the, the time? The- oh, yeah. Well, dude. I mean, most of the time you go, you find a recipe for something and there's the web page. I, I think people, I mean, you can tell me if it's an SEO thing, but I feel uh, like a lot of times I, I need to read, um, I guess war and peace before I actually get to like steps one and two of the...
1: (laughs) You Google Google like chicken soup recipe and you're like, like, oh, this is the chicken soup recipe from my father who was actually able to sneak it. He was only able to take two things when he fled Poland and he took my mother and this chicken soup recipe. And like it's this person's whole fucking life that you have to scroll through and to kind of examine all the ins and outs and nuances of the human condition. And then you say three socks of celery maybe an onion like oh thank god finally i'm getting yeah to their that's 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 for seo yeah it's for seo and it's to keep you on their page longer for their ads to run because the longer you spend on the page the more money they earn from their ads
0: well i just got the bacon
1: is it oh i heard that mm, girl i wonder how many people are still listening to this episode we haven't said a word about watches Except the except the name of the
0: show. <laughs> it's gonna be a good episode. Trust us.
1: Let's do this. Episode 242 is going to be a ton of fun. Um, Michael and I have started working on the site, and what we're doing on the site is honestly starting to create some kind of what I constitute as uh, foundational pages. So foundational pages being like things that, in my opinion, every watch website or watch blog, in some way, shape, or form, should um, talk about. And so a lot of these are things we've kind of talked about peripherally on the show or maybe obliquely on some post, but we're starting to roll them out now. So, you know, and it's stuff like, you know, skeleton watches, like all the basics of skeleton watches, what it is, what to look for, what's a bad one, what's a good one. Here are some ones that we like and uh, affordable watch brands is another one. And um, we actually just posted one on the site this week um just on dive watches. So 27 of the best dive watches for under a thousand bucks. That under a thousand bucks, in my opinion, is what makes this I'm um, fucking noteworthy because every other sort of like best dive watch piece I've been looking at, it's just like if you're looking to keep a little change in your pocket, you could just buy yourself a, uh, you know, an Omega Seamaster and have a little left over for penny arcade. It's just like yeah, I'm, yeah,
0: say, save money. Don't save money. Don't get the Submariner. Get the uh, ceramic Seamaster. You know
1: what I'm saying? It's only fifty
0: four hundred dollars.
1: It's so like, it's so disillusioned to reality, especially now given the economic climate of just like Earth planet that we've who I think I can safely say we've ruined. Um, I'm very excited for a new alien overlords to come and just take over everything. Right?
0: I thought that was Google. You work for them already. Ah uh, yes. No
1: I don't work for them. They uh, the opposite. They hate me, which is fine. <laughs> but, but so we we got <laughs> we have a dive watch one on the uh, on the site and so Michael I thought it'd be a ton of fun to just honestly go through what we thought were the basics of buying a dive watch. This is episode two hundred motherfucking forty-two of the Two Boat Watch Nows podcast, The Basics of Buying a Dive Watch. Um, this, to me, is something that I feel will be valuable and that I honestly wish existed when I was going and looking for my first dive watch. My first dive watch was the Seiko Sumo, which I talk about a little bit in the piece and... Um, there's some real talk in there, there's some basic terminology in there, and so honestly, what Michael and I wanted to do is this episode as an aid to anyone else who might be in the same scenario buying your first dive watch or just anyone that honestly, you know, wants to learn just about dive watches. So,
0: it's going to be a it's going to be a fun one, but first I'm without so any I, I could have contributed way more to that intro no bacon it up ba- I was you. trying to eat the bacon as far away from the microphone as possible no get closer get closer because that that crunch that first crunch was pretty serious yeah this is
1: listen as far as I'm concerned Michael you're the one that's working right now eat that bacon alright I will handle I will handle the kids and I will handle I apologize I will handle air it's good
0: it's over Keep eating it's over <laughs> I hope you didn't rush the experience Oh, that was great. I haven't had anything all day. Have you it's not?
1: Like, That's awful.
0: It's like two PM here. <laughs> You're yeah. not a breakfast person, are you? No. I usually skip breakfast and I do I do black coffee um like mostly up until noon.
1: You're like my dad. My dad never my dad did two cups of black coffee and a cigar for breakfast. Like that was fucking <laughs> literally his breakfast. And if he felt if he felt, you know, uh like like something a little more sustaining, he had grapefruit. With his black coffee, and his fucking cigar.
0: I, I mean, I would love to sustain that day to day, but I think it'd be really funny if I just brought a brought a cigar to, to work.
1: Just, to, just like like at your desk or whatever, just being like being like, oh, don't mind me, everyone just having my breakfast. And you just like strike a match and you just start smoking a cigar, like a comically large, really bad like gas station cigar. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Oh like, like, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, Michael, you're the best. Would you like to honor? Would you like to honor tradition with me and make history for the 242nd time? Like to do an audio wrist check.
0: Yep, I just want to make sure that I have the price and everything all set up. This is an this is a under one thousand dollar dive Ooh, watch that I'm wearing. We're
1: we're we're twinning right now. That potentially.
0: Yep, I'm wearing these. Uh, it's a 2019 CWC. SBS diver, um, hmm. so I used to wear, um, I used to wear the 1983 reissue uh, a lot of the time. Yeah, that might be the photos that you pulled for for this article. Yes, uh, but a little while ago, I think it might have been last year. I got one of the uh, <clears throat> the fully the full black case yeah, SBS I'm diver, at- um, and. I don't know if I told you, but I got rid of the other one. Really? Yeah. So I used to talk about the Oh 83- interesting. I used to talk about the nineteen eighty-three reissue diver being like, I guess the the mill sub, filling yes. that mill sub slot in the collection. And then I got this one and I had them both and I just found myself wearing this one way more. Another
1: another entry in the chapters of Killing Our Darlings
0: yeah i mean <laughs> dude this thing is cool um it is very cool looking i'm looking at it right now yeah same same case i think uh overall with the crown it's it's a scary measurement but 45 diameter with the crown but the reason that happens is because it has this huge like i don't know this, this all these crown gu- guards that morph out of the case yeah it's pretty almost like the way that the seiko one does at, at mm. four o'clock but um it really it wears more like a 40 i think or 41 at most wow uh 47 lug to lug and 11 millimeters thick and i love that i know i think today they sell these with ronda uh movements but i think in 2019 this might be an eta either way it's fine um i don't know i love it i i have it on the uh it comes with a a fully blacked out CWC strap with black hardware and it's just I don't know it's so cool.
1: This one's doing it for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I just I wear it This is this is that watch that I just like I feel like I grab most days, honestly. Right. Yeah. Your so. your
1: grab and go quartz as we used to kind of mention.
0: Yeah, I I think you know I'm I'm looking at the box now and there's one other quartz watch in there that could be that watch, but, Hmm. but this one is it.
1: You missed the other one. 1983.
0: Uh, it was, it was cool while it lasted. I, I put that watch through a lot actually. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize when I, when I, um, you know, when I was talking to folks about selling it, I guess it, it was really, it, it was kind of full of quirks and, You know, maybe condition issues that I didn't think about all that much.
1: You don't baby your watches, man.
0: Well, that watch especially was, (laughs) that was, that was the hiking watch that was like.
1: Is that the watch you wore crabbing or was that the eco, the eco
0: drive? Oh, um, I wore the eco drive (laughs) crabbing. Okay. (laughs) Crab fisherman. Um. like trail running cycling kayaking shooting wrestling yeah (laughs) so um i put that watch through a lot but this one, i don't know it's it's i i felt kind of silly having also basically two of the same watch which i think a lot of people might go through when they're starting to collect and see what they like and what they want to keep so did your
1: 1983 did
0: it go to a slack member uh the the tv does patreon slack it went to a very dear friend of the show and uh, somebody serving in the Canadian Armed Forces. So very cool. It might, it might have a cool home soon. It'll
1: have an excellent home. Okay, that's very cool, man. Good wrist check.
0: And it's, I, I, I don't know. I I really like the heritage reissues that CWC does. I think, again, that's a, that's a company that's starting to realize that they're a watch brand <laughs> um, and not just a company that, I don't know makes stuff uh depending on what orders might have been placed
1: they're having their rachel lee cook transformation moment where they undo their hair and they shake it loose and they take off their glasses and they're like oh i guess i am more than just a company you know what i mean
0: (laughs) yeah um i don't know I, i like those but but this one is actually apparently the one that's you know um that the mod orders so uh, they they post a lot of cool shots on their instagram of actual people just wearing these and it's got the l instead of the circle t because it's actually luminova luminova
1: okay not
0: like a fake circle t tritium but it's actually luminova so i don't know i kind of feel like it's a little more authentic and uh the day date function is you know it's that's good to use
1: and what is the what is the what's the pvd coating feel like
0: really smooth almost like okay. um almost like gunmetal. nice and, and the story the story of that's kind of cool if you go to cwcaddict.com i guess i guess there were some some shadowy members of the uh you know i think it, it might have been sbs in hong kong where they I guess they had earlier versions of the watch that were polished. Oh,
1: you told me about this, yeah.
0: And then they started they started blacking them out somehow after market. You know spray paint it. I, I don't know I don't know what they did, if it was spray paint or or God knows what they did to black them out. <laughs> but um I think they call them Hong Kong specials if you're if you get into C W C collecting. That's crazy. Um, so this this is I guess the evolution of that watch. Uh you know, dependent on I guess what, what those what those folks felt they needed. That's badass. And they're back in stock. They they were out of stock for a really long time. Currently, it's on the CWC site for six ninety nine pounds, and that is seven ninety eight USD. So pretty expensive for a quartz watch, but um, that's again, never stopped us. I, I mean, I'm not really looking for a lot of quartz military watches after this. <laughs> Okay, you know, so yep, that's what I have. This is a good one. This is a
1: good one. I'm excited to see that in person.
0: Yeah. Oh, (sighs) are we meeting up soon?
1: Oh, we can talk about that. Should I do my wrist check first?
0: Yeah, do 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 your wrist check first.
1: I, in the spirit of the show, am also wearing a uh, a dive watch under a thousand bucks and one that uh, I don't wear very often because technically it's my it's my wife's watch. I'm wearing the Casio Duro. <laughs> so good. The Casio MDV 106, a.k.a. the Duro, a.k.a. Uh, the, the Bill Gates watch, I guess technically. The Bill Gates. Because um, he's been seen wearing it before. This watch gets a shout-out in the piece that I'm talking about, you know, on the 2 website. 27 best-of-watch, 100,000 bucks. This thing probably... If you have to have, for some fucking reason, a 200 meter dive watch that you can don't quote me on this, but most likely actually dive with, you don't want to spend a ton of money. You could just spend 50 bucks and get this thing. Screw down case spec uh, screw down crown, really nice bezel, a very sturdy construction. Like this thing, it like it doesn't feel like it's made out of fucking like gum wrappers, like spearmint, like tinfoil gum wrappers. Like I uh, like that some watches feel like, like, I don't know how fair of a comparison this is, but this thing as a 200 meter diver feels much more reliable than my old Invicta pro diver. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Neither of which I would be like, Oh yeah, that's the, that's the, the best dive watch ever. But like the pro diver is also sometimes twice the price of this thing. So if you actually needed something that you felt was built well at 200 meters, and you didn't want to spend more than fifty bucks. I'd get a duro. It takes a ton of fun. And it wears incredibly for 42 millimeters. I have it on a I have it on an old toxic shiznit. Um, it's the same one in the photo on the on the on the article. I don't know if you saw that.
0: That was always my fear with that watch. My fear was uh, the size. I was kinda worried because you also mentioned your wife. Like likes big watches, likes bigger she, watches.
1: She doesn't have she doesn't have tiny wrists. Like she's a she's a martial artist. Like she's mm. so so. When I was done with the Michael Kors Lexington chronograph, um, she just wears it and like it just looks normal on her. When I wear it, it looks like I'm a five year old that stole my father's watch, <laughs> and put his penny loafers on and went to go to work today with a briefcase bigger than me. You know what I mean? Like that's what it looks like when I wear because I watch is 45 millimeter in diameter, 53 millimeter lug to lug, I think. Or fifty one. I can't remember what it was. It's on the mm-hmm. website. You can go look at the review. It's giant. So like she just doesn't like like tiny ass ladies' watches with like dental floss straps. And Like she just hates it. So when we were going on a cruise a while back, um, and she and she knew that I was like gonna be wearing a quote unquote watch to dive with, which ended up being my Seiko Sumo. Um, she wanted the dive watch uh, as well, and we were kind of looking around, and eventually we settled on on this for her. And she loved it. She, we we didn't dive with it. We, we, we scuba'd with it. So I guess we tested it to, oh, 10 feet? Um, and it was fine.
0: You guys did scuba?
1: <laughs> Not scuba. Um, what's the other one? Snorkel. snorkel. Oh, snorkel. The one that regular people can do who who are unathletic and breathe out of their mouth. That one.
0: <laughs> well, you can try scuba. I mean. I, I would know. probably
1: die. My The altitude going up to the second story fucks with me, dude. Like,
0: <laughs> I'm very. I believe in you. You should try it sometime. I'm very
1: susceptible to things that most people would shake off. You know, <laughs> mosquitoes down and out. Like, yeah, that's just you know. Simple. How I does
0: know. how does that stack up to uh, the other quartz diver that you just reviewed the the Because I, I guess with Ooh. Casio, then a lot of people. Hmm. So the Scur- duro the duro yeah. you said is around fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. The Scurfa is two hundred ish.
1: 200 ish. Um, the one that I had was the titanium one. It is also on my list of best dive watches under $100. Bucks. Um, I would prefer the Scurfa because of the sizing. It's 40 millimeters as opposed to 42 millimeters. It's also water resistant to 500 meters. The price is a little bit more. It's also a quartz movement, but in all honesty, if this was something that I was actually going to be diving with, I would spend extra money on the Scurfa just because I know Scurfa watches actually intends for these watches to be used as tools. This Casio MDV is something that you buy and maybe in case you needed it, it would be able to perform. But a Scurfa is something that if I was, you know, in another life, if I was a proper person and, you know, like a manly man, and a saturation diver, and spent months and months in the diving bell, I would probably get the Scurfa. Uh, as opposed to this.
0: All right, That's also cool. in the
1: diving bell, I guess you do need a helium escape valve. So the MDV, the Casio, does not have a helium escape valve, but the Scurfa Diver one does. So
0: we've been doing this podcast since 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, you and I, have been talking about watches since 2014 ish, 2015 ish. Um, I still don't know what a helium escape valve does, and at this point, I'm too scared to ask. So
1: I cover it in the post.
0: Okay. Would,
1: would you like to talk about helium escape valves?
0: I mean, we can.
1: <laughs> well, okay, really. Well, okay, so we, we mentioned that helium escape valves. Go and check it out. But basically, a helium escape valve is something that you always really need to give a shit about if you're doing, in my understanding, saturation diving. Because when you're down below for that long... Um, your mixture of what you breathe is not necessarily oxygen. The mixture, I think, is mainly. I want to get this wrong. It's just not oxygen, but a byproduct of that, from what I'm understanding, is helium. And the problem with that is helium can actually. The particles of helium are so small they can fit through traditional watch gaskets, and they can actually get into your watch, like like mm. helium gases can get into your watch and fuck it up. What a helium escape valve does, whether you have one that's automatic or manual, so a manual helium escape valve is like what I have on my Omega Seamaster, where you have to unscrew that thing, whereas um, a quote-unquote automatically helium escape valve is like what the a Diver 1 has. What that valve does is it gives the helium particles somewhere to go and exit the watch without penetrating into the watch and damaging the movement.
0: I think the automatic one is probably the only one that makes sense. Cause who's gonna who's gonna look down at their watch and be like, mm, I guess there's a lot of helium in there right <laughs> now, and then like manually. I'm open feeling
1: it I'm feeling a little feeling a little a little a little Flemish in here. Must be must be the helium. Let me undo the valve. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't fucking know, dude. But that is basically the point of the helium escape valve. It's to give the helium, which is a byproduct of what you're breathing down there, somewhere to go, so it doesn't damage your watch. Something that if you're sitting at your desk. You don't have to give a shit about on your dive watch and like i say that in the piece like if you're just like oh i'm looking at these two watches but that one has a helium escape valve i might need that no you fucking won't if you don't know what it is you don't need a helium escape valve
0: (laughs) i really want there to be a day where i walk into a boutique somewhere i don't know omega or something where the salesperson just tries so hard to sell me (laughs) on the helium escape valve (laughs)
1: You don't <laughs> understand. This might be the difference between your dive going well and not going well. It's just like, listen, listen, bro. You know, I don't know. It's just, but, it, but that's the point of the article also Um, on 2 com. You make better decisions with your money when you're more informed. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I think no. um, it, there's, you know, some dive watch news, I guess, recently was the, the release of the the new <clears throat> Pelagos 58.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I see what you did there. <laughs>
0: um, and, you know, some folks are like, oh, you know, I'd rather get this than the other one, the other one that's called 58 because it's got the helium escape thingy. And mm-hmm. uh, I just, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I know less and less of what these things mean. And, and some of these releases are just, i find trouble keeping keeping up with them um so Un-
1: unless you're an astronaut or you're a commercial diver or an underwater welder if you're buying a watch you're buying it for fashion just buy what looks cool yeah i honestly <laughs> you know what i'm saying
0: is there like a groupon where i can try underwater welding Maybe I can learn more about it.
1: The the insurance liability alone would probably make that pretty fucking impossible. (laughs) I'm looking to kind of dip my toes in underwater welding. Is there anywhere I could... uh, You have like a group discount or anything? If I bring my friends, your friends to watch you die as you try to attempt. (laughs) I don't know. You know what I mean? So it's just... But like that's helium escape valve. That's what it is. You don't... If you didn't know what it was or why you needed one, you don't need it. You know, but but to answer yeah. your question, between the MDV and the Scurfa, if I had to choose one to wear every day, I would pay extra and get the Scurfa just because the wearing experience, not talking about the function and all the bullshit, the wearing experience was much better. I love the sizing on that watch. Um, everything yeah. about it was great, but it's also five times the price of the Casio MDV, the Duro. Mm-hmm. Five? Four? Uh, four. It's like four or five. It's more. It's more donuts. Um, more donuts.
0: And I'm surprised and do you still that. have the, the that Casio because you went through a purge, uh, not long ago. And
1: oh well, this isn't day. my watch to get rid of. This is Becky's watch. That's
0: true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true.
1: And she likes it. She throws it off from time to time. Like when she just wants to wear a, a watch. So she, now she has this, and she has the. Uh, Michael Kors watch. I tried giving her the Timex, this Timex minimalist that I did for the Timex review, and she's like, "Get that fucking watch away from me!" <laughs> <laughs> she hates that watch so much. That's she's, funny. She just wants nothing to do with it. So I got to figure out what to do with it. But um,
0: my wife has but, been wearing that that Weekender, the one that I posted a photo of ooh, the other day. Very just, cool. Yeah, she likes it a lot. She likes that she can change the straps on it. That's that's what she. That's enjoys.
1: um, thirty-eight millimeter
0: it's a 38 yeah
1: very cool that's a fun one that's, yeah. really, that's really nice we have a really nice review uh, for the Timex Weekender 30mm on the site as well so very cool but that's what I'm wearing I thought in, the honor, in honor of the show I would ask Becky if I could wear I don't think I asked her I think I just took it but you know I, I in my mind I asked her if I could borrow it uh, borrow it for the show And so hmm. that's what I'm wearing um, housekeeping Michael you and I are going to be in the same state soon
0: we are we're going to it's been a while. It's been uh the last time we did this was 2019 or 20 was it 2019 or 2018. I can't remember. When we is, did uh,
1: 2019. We were in Hong Kong in 2018 and 2019 we were in San Francisco.
0: Yep. So we are and, going but, and from to,
1: 2019 to now nothing really happened, so
0: it's been mm. We did meet up with you guys though in Florida. Oh, so that, yeah. was nice. that was that yeah. was nice. We did do that. Um, but for watch stuff, we haven't huh. really like done anything. So we're gonna be in New York uh, next month. I can gonna believe be it's next month.
1: I know time flies. We're gonna be in New York. Michael and I are going um, uh, to 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 just kind of like we're, we're going to the wind up event, um, just as people, in all honesty. So. Uh, if you were at windup in New York City and if you see two people who kind of look like the two- boat watch knobs your eyes do not deceive you that's probably actually us you know say hey to us or whatever we'll probably be walking around trying to talk each other out of buying things yeah as is the TBWS way between Michael and myself
0: <laughs> yeah because I I am uh, I'm just looking at some of the brands uh I'm on the the page these these uh the Warren and mound guys have done a really good job of growing this event over the years and there's a lot of folks a lot of brands Young
1: Han, zodiac uh autodromo brew <laughs> brew oh john's could be that's fun um
0: i'm scared of Laco. i'm scared of that i might buy something from loco i'm scared <laughs> who else
1: the notice dudes are going to be there spinnaker our friend spinnaker are going to be there uh yemma i'm actually really excited for that. Um, just some fun stuff on here. Uh, honestly, M- Michael, let's be real. We're going to spend maybe 15 minutes there and then the rest of the time we're just going to be hanging out somewhere else. Yep. <clears throat> because I miss you. I miss you more than I miss watches.
0: Yeah. I miss you too, man. It'd be <laughs> nice to get some, get some, some dinner together, some hangs and I don't know, try to feel like normal people again. Cause yeah, we did, but we hung out a lot. I think most of the time in, in San Francisco, just outside of anything watch related so what was that, that was falafel
1: fun. place it was a falafel place we went to wasn't it Was it It was not
0: that good was it not
1: that good i can't it remember
0: was, it was not that good that's funny <laughs> we went to a couple places <laughs> we went to a couple places
1: but no that was funny but it'll be yeah so if you see if you see if you see two emotionally damaged minorities just kind of walking around the wind-up floor is probably us so you, you can i might wear my tbwi shirt so people recognize me or if you just see someone wearing a fucking Christmas chrono or a Slava medical, it's probably me.
0: I might wear my, uh, your Raquetta Big Zero is fake shirt. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh, I should dig mine up.
0: I have it <laughs> in storage those.
1: somewhere still because I'm all, I'm living in boxes right now until our, our place is done. So that's <laughs> cool. But
0: now who else is on here?
1: Oh, Anne Ordain's going to be, oh, the Baltic dudes are going to be there. That's fun. Um, I don't like seeing the Baltic dudes.
0: Why not? They, they like you. They're, they're so good looking with their beautiful accents.
1: I don't give a shit what anyone says. Any room you walk into, you are the best looking person in that room. <laughs> and that's the truth, Michael. No, I, the last time I caught up with them, I think it was just after the Aquascaf, Aquascaf came out and um, they were complimenting your photos.
0: Yeah, that was a fun review. I really mm-hmm. liked having that watch for review and comparing it, uh, 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 the bracelet especially, to to the Doxa. It
1: made, it made my list of best eye watches for under a thousand.
0: We have good taste in dive watches. We should <laughs> we should get into this article.
1: Well, here let's do this. Let's let's smoothly slash unsmoothly transition out of Wanda. Boom. Twenty seven of the best dive watches for under a thousand bucks. This is honestly something that's ever growing. I'm going to continue adding to this list. This list is going to become um, as close to a child that I can possibly create. Uh, I it to really help people. I wanted this to exist when I was looking at uh, when I was trying to figure out my first watch purchase but
0: I thought you the, were going to say I want this to exist when I'm long gone <laughs> I want well
1: I want this to also exist when I'm long gone I mean this
0: is my legacy this is my legacy
1: <laughs> I want this transferred to stone tablets so it could survive the collapse of the digital empire and uh you know Charlton Heston can like discover it when he comes back and discovers the planet of the apes after our civilization crumbles I want it to survive <laughs> want to raise a survivor man you know this is a lot of fun basically what i did was i took i took the most googled questions about dive watches and i answered them i literally provided answers for all of them some of them are probably silly but to someone that's just learning about dive watches it's very important to answer them and then, in addition to that i just started breaking down The parts of a dive watch that make it a dive watch. What makes this a dive watch versus something else? You know what I mean? Which, again, sounds like a no brainer, but if you don't, if you can't answer questions like that succinctly and um, coming from a place of knowledge, then it's going to be really difficult to feel like you're making informed purchases. At any point in your collection whether you're fucking like starting out or whether you've been you've been doing this since since Rolex uh stainless steels were 500 dollars in the 80s or whatever the fuck like like you 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 cut you just this just in my opinion things that you should be um aware of and and then obviously there's the actual list of watches but uh, how do you want to do this man how do you what do you want to like go through in regards to this piece here
0: I think maybe starting with the features, because that <clears throat> and this. Uh, I'll I'll start by saying this. I think recently, in in the past few months, I've uh, I've I've started to pay more attention to dive watches and mm-hmm. starting to like, I guess, lust after them a little bit a little bit more. And that's a okay. big thing for me because in the past I've been really into pilot watches and, mm. uh, this, this aviation piece or stuff, stuff in the same family as like the speed master or like the bull of a lunar pilot or some kind of, uh, you know, like the glycine airman, th- those types of watches. But, um, overall I, I, have just been really attracted to really purpose-built dive watches lately. And I think, yeah. uh, that's a big part of why I'm trying to simplify so again getting rid of the cwc the 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 83 reissue and having i guess the most uh practical example for me um but if i was if i was me uh, what like six years ago or something yeah uh there's just so much information to get get through when looking for a dive watch and then it gets, it gets really dicey now these days when people argue as much as they do about what actually makes a dive watch. Because I think in the past, yeah. like 2014 or something, when, when we started talking about dive watches, people were just maybe arguing about water resistance. It's like, that's not a real diver. It's only got 100 meters and this and that. <laughs> and now I, I feel people have so much more to disagree about. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's even... It might be even harder to navigate the path to buying a dive watch. So I think your article is very timely.
1: Okay, well, no, but I, 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 I hope, like I said, I hope it helps people. I did, I took hard stances on here. So the water resistance thing, in particular, I basically just state. So the reality, the reality is, as a dive watch, it needs water resistance. So, okay, so basically, water resistance refers to the amount of. The depth a watch can descend to until the pressure of the ocean starts to impact its function. And so basically that means if a watch has a water resistance of 200 meters, like your turtle does here, which I used for my example photo um, in that section, divers, divers 200 meters, that basically means that it's rated, quote unquote, to go down 200 meters, which by the way is like, what's that 600 feet?
0: 200, like 700 feet? Something around there. 200 meters. Yeah, I don't know. It's
1: fucking deep. Yeah. You know, it's deep as shit. That basically means 200 meters means it can go approximately 600 or whatever feet before the pressure of the ocean starts to impede the function of the watch. In my opinion, for you to feel like what you've purchased is at least in the most basic requirement, a quote-unquote dive watch, 100 meters minimum is fine that's a dive watch i don't give a fuck what anyone says you know what i mean anything below that i would say probably would be a bit hard to call a quote-unquote dive watch it could be a dive style watch or you know something like that because the the other thing that you got to keep in mind also is the way these things are rated for their water resistance they're put in these big um you ever go to a this is i'm 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 dating myself here Remember when you used to have to go to a bank and put and like you'd like the drive-through banks, you put like all your envelope deposit shit in like this big tube, and you put the tube in this big suction tube, and like, phoomp, and it like suctioned the tube up. I missed the like, tube. Yeah. You, do, do you know what I'm talking about? Like it's just a <laughs> tube, all right. Simple so I think I think sixty percent of the audience has no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. Guys, did you go to school in the past? Yes, I did. Um. Basically, when they test for water resistance, they put it in like a big tube and they pressurize it to mimic uh, the pressure of the ocean and they mimic it to a point where the watch begins to fail And so if it begins to fail at a hundred meters, it is then rated for a hundred meters The problem with that is that those are perfect testing conditions if you're actually diving that's not perfect testing conditions. You're moving, you're swimming, you might bang it against something. It's not going to be a stable pressure the whole time. You're going up and down, blah, blah, blah. So the 100 meters at its most basic sense is the minimum that would be okay feeling covered if you actually were to dive with the watch. So with water resistance, if you're looking at a watch and you run up by someone in the watch community and they say, it's only got a hundred meters. You should just look for something that's at least two hundred meters. Get better friends, and then just buy whatever you want. Basically. The hundred,
0: the hundred meter, two hundred meter thing really gets me because I think the actual <laughs> standard is a hundred meters. So if you look, if yeah. you look at the, the ISO, uh, you're right. Sixty-four twenty-five. Yeah. I think the minimum is a hundred. I'm pretty sure. And I, th- I think. So even if you're. Uh, Uh, let's say some kind of hobbyist diver I think I heard somewhere like really pushing your limits is something around 30 meters which is not Mm -hmm. even not even a 100 feet right and I don't know I I don't really think much about the I guess the depth or the pressure that you can take these things to but yeah, you're right. If someone's saying like, oh, 100 meters is not a real dive watch, like literally the standard is 100 meters. Like that's that's the minimum. So because the problem is
1: people tend like they tend to feel like they have something to prove with their watch person. Like, oh, I'm, I want to I prove I'm a real watch collector. I want to get the most of something for my money. So I want to get the most meters for my money. <laughs>
0: the most meters. <laughs> the yeah. most
1: meter. No, it's like it's 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 laughable, but like you have to vocalize those types of thoughts. You have to look in the mirror and vocalize your anxieties to hear how fucking stupid they are. Sometimes like, oh I don't wanna I don't wanna get ripped off. I wanna go to at least two hundred meters. Like fucking
0: like where 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 are you taking this watch? The ripoff part is funny because yeah, people start again, back to the the new Pelagos. people Mm. I guess because of the new Pelagos, people are really starting to size it up next to the Black Bay 58. And they're saying, well, like you get this, you get this many meters with the Pelagos or like the Pel- <laughs> or this Pelagos is fewer meters than the other Pelagos. And, you know, you can get the other Pelagos, which is this many meters. And, and I'm just like, guys, I mean, you can fall into the pool with it. Exactly. <laughs>
1: You can get caught in the rain with it. You can fall into the pool with it. You could save a drowning child with it.
0: It's fine.
1: An- you know another what I mean?
0: thing that I've been yeah, and kind of like this is one that I've been really I've been doing some digging on and I think I still haven't found uh as much inf- information as I'd like but the concept of a screw-down crown and mm-hmm. how necessary a screw-down crown actually is. I think this is this is a little more difficult to um, to really pin down because somebody reminded me the other day. So you know, you know those Luminox, the Navy SEAL watches that they got a ton of marketing out of. Yeah. So the original ones, the ones that I guess were actually tested with seals and stuff, like those are push pull crowns. Hmm. Yeah, and um, and something like an original. Tornik rayville for example a watch that was made uh the tr 900 you know for navy seal testing to try to win a government contract that was a push-pull crown and i think they might have been 100 meters i'm not too sure uh or possibly less
1: i think it comes down to the screw down crown thing i think it all comes down to maybe just advancements in how well you can machine a watch, and how well you can actually construct a case. You know what I mean? Like, if we're talking about a period of time, or if we're talking about a case design or a case construction that you can't meet a certain water resistance without a screw-down crown, mm. then like, yeah, add a screw-down crown, or whatever. But to your point, like, I know this is controversial, but those new Seiko 5KXs, those crowns don't screw down, and they're rated to, like think, 150
0: they don't screw down and uh spencer klein has a really in-depth video series testing all of that kind of stuff like looking at the movement looking at the case and he does a detailed pressure test with just the push pull and it it works to the pressure that it's advertised Mm, there you go that's kind of cool with the screw down crown thing the most recent thing that i've been thinking about um so with the push-pull, from what I gather, if the seal is there, the seal is there. And if the seal is rated for, say, 100 meters, that's how the seal should work, be it screw-down or push-pull.
1: Well, that goes to another one of the items that's on like the watch, like basic terminology. That's your gasket. If you have a good gasket at your crown, you can probably support that. You know what I mean?
0: And another thing that I didn't think about until think a lot i sorry i've been reading about this a lot mm-hmm. a lot of folks with screw down crowns don't really operate the screw down crown properly so i don't know about you but when i push in a screw down crown i'll i'll turn opposite until i feel that that like tactile click yeah so the threads sit together and then i'll start screwing screwing into tighten. a lot of folks just like push the crown in and start screwing away and you end up ruining the threads. You, strip, I mean, you can strip them over you time. Can, if you, you can strip the threads over time. And so then your screw down crown, I guess turns into a push pull crown. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know if there, if there are any like serious divers that have looked into this, you know, email, email us, let, let me know what you think. But that's, that's something I I've, I've just been up at night actually literally been up at night. You know, just on my phone reading about this kind of stuff.
1: I think the screw-down crown is also sort of like uh, cherished by folks who want to get "quote unquote" the most of their watch because it's, it's over-engineering. An- it's it's, it's over-engineering, engineering. and it's another element like the bezel that they can engage with, which makes them feel mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, this watch is like I'm like actively taking part in creating a static environment and sealing my watch. You know what I mean? Like it's just another thing for them to just kind of like fidget with or engage with like the yeah. same thing with the bezel you know what I mean like no one fuck the, the amount of people who use their dive bezels to time their fucking bakes exceeds those who use their dive bezels to time their dives honestly
0: I've had so much fun timing eggs now that I'm not vegan anymore
1: there you go it's an egg timer that's a very expensive egg timer
0: <laughs> my favorite egg timer is my Halios Fairwind because the, the bezel goes both ways. And that's another thing that people fight oh, about. Unidirectional really... unidirectional versus bidirectional.
1: Well, the whole idea is... Uh, unidirectional versus bidirectional. The whole idea with the unidirectional bezel is that you only want it to go one way to make sure you're accurately timing your dives. Because if it can go both ways, you know what I mean? might knock <laughs> it or it might move or something like that. But like... It's one of those things where I think if you really are considering a dive watch, you have to ask yourself, are you actually going to be diving with it? Or do you just like the way it looks? Which there's nothing wrong with. Especially as men, there's a really weird sort of encouragement to you to only buy something that you feel like has a function. Like, oh, you know, men have to really just like... It's odd for a man to buy something if he thinks it looks pretty or if it looks cool. Like, who gives a fucking shit? Like... I'm not gonna dive. I'm not gonna run to a burning building with my fucking dive watch to dive my burning building. Time, you know what I mean? I'm buying because it looks cool. Buying because it look good, look good with my fucking Tommy Bahama shorts. Yeah, Sea Master does, by the way. Just <sighs> want to put that out
0: there. And a lot of times, you know, as men, the watch is really almost like the only form of expression that we engage in. Like I have, yeah. I've had the same Target underpants for the past four years that have holes in them, but. I'm like, yeah, I should get this IWC, you know, like, <laughs> 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 like, oh yeah, the the Black Bay 58's a great deal. Yeah, I think I'm a great that. investment. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I, I think a lot of our priorities might not, <laughs> might not be straight. I out. love that. Uh,
1: your 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 wife hasn't thrown all yours out. Becky Becky threw all of my holy underwear out. She's just like, I'm done with this underwear, and it's
0: I, all gone now. I found I found a a, a brand that I was like, you know. I think Instagram lately is really serious on the, the shopping features that it has and, and the mm-hmm. way it, f- it feeds you ads. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, I found some like, you know, company that does underwear and I'm like, okay, I think I might try that. And I bought one, I, I bought yeah. one cause it was like, it's not cheap underwear. And, um, and now she's like, yeah, you should throw all the rest out.
1: I and, bought a, I bought a pair of $50 underwear and I
0: don't like it. It was, it was around there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm scared. You know what? I actually, I went, <laughs> this is the way my brain works. I, I went to buy more of them, you know, so I can have underwear for the week, like a normal person. Sure. And then of course. I put, I put the amount that she wanted me to get into my cart and I looked at the total, the total before shipping. And I was like, Oh, man, I was kind of looking at, like, straps that were around that amount. <laughs> <laughs> and then I didn't buy them. <laughs> I bought the straps. <laughs> My man. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: so... Eh, that's funny. But, yeah, I think... <laughs> um Sort of... A lot of the toxic nature behind how a man has to feel about their purchase can also negatively influence... Mm-hmm our dive watch purchase you know what I mean like I can't buy something with only 50 meters what what will people think of my masculinity
0: if you're not ready for the worst case that's a problem
1: <laughs> you gotta make sure you know where all your exits are and that you got your you got your screw down crown in and you keep your back to the back and you you, you it is just like just, just just be like a tired dude wearing like a $50 watch like that's fine man you know yeah it's it's okay like this, it, life's too short to
0: really give a
1: shit about how manly you have to prove you are to everyone else with your
0: helium escape valve. Back to the bezel and the crown thing. Another mm. thing that I dug up in the bowels of Watch You Seek. <laughs> this comment said that oh, the screw down crown is only um to oh, the, avoid the number
1: of turns. Oh, sorry.
0: No, it's only to avoid the crown um being. Pulled out, so you know push pull. Oh. If you're diving and stuff, and I don't know, like fighting sea monsters, you your <laughs> your crown might get pulled out. It's just like punching krakens
1: in the mouth, it's just like ah, that damn push pull crown. Now my watch is full of water. Damn it. So you,
0: so you might snag, you might <laughs> snag the crown on something, and then you know your your seal will be compromised. With the screw down, it's not necessarily the um. You know that that kind of isolated environment you talked about by screwing it down. Right. It's, it's less about that. It's more about avoiding a push-pull crown being pulled out. So that's another thing s- to keep me up at night. I could see. What are the answers, Paul Soguera? <laughs> like you- if you want to come on the show, like Paul <laughs> <laughs> Michael,
1: you don't dive. I don't you dive. Don't f- you don't fight underwater octopi. I don't. There's a lot
0: of rain here, though. So much rain. Unless
1: you're doing wind sprints in the rain, I really don't think.
0: <laughs> Will my Doxa be enough? <laughs> Will
1: my Doxa
0: what am I gonna do?
1: That's so good, man. But yeah, it's just it I don't I think one of the big takeaways, at least from the piece, is like know what makes a dive watch and recognize you probably don't need a dive watch. And it's okay to just buy something if it looks cool. Yeah. There's, there's seriously nothing wrong with that. I, I, what else? What else was on here? I mean, I to- I
0: think some of the coolest looking watches, and they've they've come up with newer versions lately. And I don't know how much I like the dial, but the first time, the hmm. first time they did the the Diver sixty five reissue Aorus, I think maybe like twenty seventeen or something. Yeah, I thought they were so cool, were and cool. um, people got so mad about the one hundred meters.
1: Well, I mean, um, I don't think I've told a story in a long time. Remember the Oris rep at one of the wind-up events?
0: You, you had a fun experience with the bezel and a pen. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I got the pen. I found the pen. It's right here.
0: I don't know if you can hear me clicking so the it. The pen is still here. It's Episode, like a, we're in the 240s. Still
1: I have it on my I have it on my 3D-printed pen holder with all my other pens. Like, yeah, I found it. It's it's still here. It still writes. Yeah. Um, I was at Windup, uh, God, many years ago. It has to have been five or so years ago. This is the first windup I was at. This is the first windup where I met, like, Steve and Michael Happy from Gavox. And, like, like the first time I met like, all these cast of colorful characters. And um, I went to the Oris the table, um, and it was like a like a fold-out picnic table. This is when it was pretty, like, low-key um, windup and uh, I went to the de- I went to the table and they had the Diver 65 in there and I had only ever seen photos of it and I'm just like oh wow that's cool I get to finally see it you know um, in person I think that's really cool and so like I'm holding the watch and I'm talking to the guy or something like that and like I made some kind of comment about like oh yeah and it's great and you know you can't go wrong I said something like oh like 100 meters of water resistance you can like dive with it or something I said something like that like oh you can dive with it or take it in the water and the guy looked at me seriously and he's like Oh, I wouldn't get that watch wet. <clears throat> I wouldn't dive with that watch. You would want to dive with this, and like he, he pointed me to one of the. I don't think they really promote it, promote them anymore. But there's like a, a series of Oris professional divers, and it was like 500 meters or some shit.
0: The Aquas, I mean, I, I'm I don't not, know if it
1: was that because it, it was very that. it was very ugly. The watch he showed me. I like the Aquas, or Aquas, mm. however the fuck you say it. Um, but like that that was that was one of my first experiences. Of just someone else's stupid bias making me think less of a watch that I actually thought was really cool, and I'm in my mind because I didn't know anything back then. In my mind, I'm like, oh, it's only hundred meters. Maybe I, maybe I'm better than a hundred meter man. Maybe I should be a two hundred meter man or a five hundred meter man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 the poison. That's the poison that
0: people can do to themselves because you, of other people's bullshit. You bash open the, the bedroom door wearing nothing but your Oris <laughs> underwear, and you tell your wife, honey, I'm a 500 meter man.
1: <laughs> honey, put the kids to bed. I'm a 500 meter man. We don't have kids. But, like, you know, that would be, yeah, that's exactly. Like, she's just like reading a book, like, what the fuck is wrong with you?
0: <laughs> I have a confession to make. What's up? I lost my Oris pen.
1: No, that was such a nice pen. You got such a, you got such a, you got a much nicer pen than this fucking like 40 cent a unit Vistaprint pen that I got. You got I a nice it. ass pen.
0: Where is it? Sorry, VJ. Yeah, I lost
1: that pen. <laughs> He's personally listening right now, shaking his head in disappointment. I got that just for Michael. Like I put it, <laughs> I put it in the bag myself.
0: I still have the sweater. That thing is pretty cool.
1: Where do you think you lost the pen? You think, think you left it like a bus stop or something?
0: It's been a while since I've been at a bus stop. <laughs> I miss bus stops. Yeah, I don't know. I just can't find it. My office is a disaster. Does it
1: look like a small bomb went off in your office?
0: My I I think I've said it on air before. So my <clears throat> my wife works, you know, in mental health and she's like it looks like one of my patients are like are living in here. <laughs>
1: she's just gonna find like a dive watch manifesto like like underneath a pile of papers and it was like dear diary today was not a good day and it's just like, she's just like just read it surrounded by your
0: horde I'm talking like deemed by the state like the most violent offenders possible like impossible to stand trial due to insanity and she's like yeah it looks, this looks like something it like just something. looks exactly
1: like that <laughs> it's a nice thing to hear from your wife yeah it's great this looks like the domicile of the mentally unhinged that's nice yeah. I like that. But yeah, no, I, I, the water resistance thing is funny. It's just, it, if you see a dive watch you like, buy it. But yeah. just be aware of some of these features. You know, gaskets, understand what a gasket is. You need a gasket at every single potential opening of the watch. So that's your crown, that's your case back, and that's your crystal. What the gasket does is it's basically like... um. You know how some jars have like a rubber lid on them, and when you close the jar, it like phoom, it like suction,s because of that rubber lid. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's what a gasket does. Like it adds a nice rubber seal to keep dust and fucking you know, bad feelings and water out of your watch or whatever. You know what I mean? Like,
0: I think I want to test out one of these old Luminox seal divers. I think yeah. we should. I think we should get one, and I think I should do just everything. We can do what Michael
1: Happy did to the avid diver. Remember, he put it on a fishing pole and just dropped it in the water.
0: He just threw it like. Brah. He just dropped it in the water. He's like, oh yeah, I think I think he took it to like
1: way past two hundred meters because he had it on like a giant like whale. He wasn't fishing for whale. But he had it on like a giant deep sea reel, and he just let that thing go.
0: Michael Happy is also a whaler. Yeah,
1: <laughs> not a piece. He's, he's not time. a whaler. Please don't. That's not true.
0: <laughs> I have some strong opinions on whaling. I'm sure you do.
1: (laughs) I'm sure you do, man. That's cool. Uh, Uh, What else we got here? We talked about screw-down crowns, screw-down case back. I I would argue you want a screw-down case back. If you have a watch that's billing itself as a quote-unquote dive watch and it doesn't have a screw-down case back, I would maybe consider actually taking it in the water. At a minimum, you need a screw-down case back. You can't I think I think I'd be shit. more
0: upset about the case back than the crown. Yeah. One hundred percent.
1: Yeah. You, the shit needs to screw down.
0: And um, you don't. I I feel like you don't see that much anymore. The uh, the snapback versus the, uh, the screw down case. back. Because it's, it's it's easy to machine
1: now. Mm. You know what I mean? Watch brands don't really like have a reason to not just do a screw down. Like fucking my my little Seiko SNK field watch has a screw case back.
0: Because with that you have the case and then you have the case back. When it comes to the crown, you have the crown you have the stem you have the tube that's threaded Mm -hmm. there there are a lot more moving parts i guess that are yeah harder to to synchronize
1: loom is another really big one that honestly it's a novelty my loom is never going to save my life it's not going to help me time my dive in the depths in the darkness with anglerfish you know what i mean
0: the loom on one of my watches betrayed me the other day.
1: Oh, what happened? I'm really upset. Which watch? It who, was who? almost
0: a life and death situation.
1: Oh my god. Are you okay? Is your family okay? I'm
0: fine. We're fine. Everything's okay. <laughs> but what happened was <sighs> I was trying I was trying to wake up at four thirty in the morning because I okay. you know, and I saw I I was kinda like I guess I was kinda hyperactive. And I, I wear a watch to, to sleep. Um, some people don't like that, but but I do that. Mm-hmm. And I sort of, I kind of looked at my watch. I'm not going to say which watch it was because I don't want, I don't know. I don't want to insult anyone here. But um, I looked at the watch and I guess the only thing that I saw was the faint position of the minute hand. And it looked uh. like it looked like it was at 30. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess it's I guess it's almost 4:30. Let me just get up. So my process for waking up really early is to just run into the bathroom and turn on all the lights to completely yes. mess with mess with my brain and like totally wake me up. Yeah, yeah, your rods and cones, your rods
1: and cones send the wake-up signal when light assaults them.
0: Yeah. Bro, it was 3:30. It was not 4:30. Brutus.
1: Yeah, the what hour- betrayal?
0: Yeah, the hour hand. I guess I just didn't see the hour hand, and after that, I was like, man, if I had Seiko Loom, this one have. A- <laughs>
1: <laughs> if only I had Seiko Loom. The Seiko I is have the perfect. Lost this.
0: Actually, the Marathon, the Pilot Navigator, that's the perfect bedtime watch because it weighs nothing and it's good. you have the tritium too. It's tritium.
1: Yeah, so you don't even need fucking daylight to charge this. Shit. <laughs> you know. That was the, a dumb, um, dumb
0: story about loom.
1: I assumed the watch that betrayed you—you you took it, baked it into bread, and threw it in the forest for animals to eat. Right? No, nah, I'm wearing it now. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's still a pretty. Oh cool no! Watch. <laughs> That's so fucking good. Oh man, I was really impressed with the loom on the Skrifa Diver One, but. I'm I'm really impressed with the loom on my Seamaster, but honestly, hands down, the best loom, to your point, I've ever had, was on my Seiko Sumo. Hands down. yeah, That is the best loom. You know? Um, If loom is important to you, you don't need it for diving, but if it's something you like, you deserve to buy a watch with something you like. So definitely do investigate that. Like, check out a watch's loom game. You know, um, I would be more concerned with Loom as a novelty than I would be with fucking water resistance. Mm, yeah, you know. <clears throat> so, oh, let's see here. We talked about a lot of just <laughs> that was out of order, and I hope hope that was <laughs> no. It's, that was good. it's good, intelligible to other humans. But um, do you this want to go This will help people. Will help people. Do you actually want to go through some of the picks in here?
0: I want to go through some of the picks and. So is there is there any meaning behind the number twenty seven? Or is it No, just the
1: it's, just, it's just, okay. just how many I could think of until I stopped thinking of things.
0: I don't know if you were like leaving clues or, or something or
1: um <laughs> Dude, dude, Jim Carrey's going to figure this one the fuck
0: out. <laughs> this, All right? This comes with a scavenger hunt, this this uh, article. It's,
1: it's going to increase. Like, 27 is just sort of the number I landed on. Like, I spent a long time just, like, literally sitting and researching and evaluating and thinking what watch fits some of these criteria that I'm talking about. What, what watch represents something that's a good, quote-unquote, value, which is a loaded term in and of itself. And so, 27 is just the number that it's at, but my vision is that this would continue growing and be as comprehensive and helpful to people as possible. So it's 27 now, but it's probably going to be more next week.
0: You know, was 27, the whole Jim Carrey thing. I, I was laughing. I think, it was, I, I think it was,
1: I think it was 23, the number 23. Oh, okay. what, what was the Jim Carrey? No, oh, let's, 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 I
0: forgot. Three. Yeah. It's the number 23. Okay. It was 23. That'd be really funny if it was 27.
1: God <laughs> happening. You know, uh, let me see. I tried to pick watches that weren't normally on lists like this. So obviously the Casio's on here. We talked about that. The Orient Mako Two is on here. That is a fantastic fucking watch. Um, the Orient Ray Two is also on here as well. The Orient Mako Two and the Orient Ray Two, in my opinion, under under two hundred bucks are probably the best automatic, affordable dive watches you can get. Under two hundred bucks, if you want automatic, you know. I love those watches. Uh, What's an interesting choice that's on here? Yeah, your Citizen's on here. Your Citizen Pro Master. Your EcoDrive. I, I love this watch.
0: Th- I still think those Citizens. And the pricing can be pretty unpredictable these days. Sometimes it goes up really high, like way high. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's still really low. Like I remember on Prime Day, some folks that we talked to picked them up because it was a pretty good deal but I love this watch still.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, that, for me, the Citizen Promaster Diver reference BN0151-09L, which is yours, um, to me is almost like the perfect quote-unquote affordable, like, doomsday prepper dive <laughs> watch. I mean, it's just because of the nature of the design, but also the eco drive technology. Like, that to me makes it like a true almost go anywhere do anything um, affordable diver you know and I just I I just love that watch I remember before you got it I had it in my possession for a little bit and it was just it was very cool
0: it's cool I um I talked to somebody a while back that was getting he's a fan of the show and he was also at the time getting into diving and we were we were talking you know I was like okay so like what watch are you wearing and we talked about you know, his, his watch choice. I, I forget what it was at the time, but mm. um, I guess uh, his instructor at the time said something that stuck with him. And this is probably maybe universal if you're doing the patty training or whatever, but he said, never dive with anything that you're not willing to lose. And, and so that's great. When it comes to watches that you might actually dive with, I don't know, maybe this citizen Like, if you can get it for 120 bucks or 100 bucks or less or something like the Casio that you talked about, that might be the best one. But people really, people bust, like, they they butt heads on on this and they say, like, ah, if you got a sea dweller, just, like, do it. You know, this Navy SEAL did that. Be like that guy.
1: (laughs) How much of a fucking asshole would you feel like if you spent, like, 12 or 13 on, like, an entry level submariner and lost it while diving? Dude. I would feel like the I'm fucking sure it's stupidest. Happened. Oh, I'm fucking positive it's happened. You know what I mean? I would feel like the dumbest piece of shit on earth. No <laughs> offense to anyone listening. If that happened to you, we like you. You know, I'm not. I mean, the other people that lost it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Other people, other people, other people that don't listen to the show. But like, yeah, no, that's actually great advice. Only die with something you're willing to lose.
0: Yeah. I mean, th- these citizens, I you know, like I said, they they come cheap depending on the time of the year. You can get them prime or or whatever or the casio that you're wearing now i Mm -hmm. think i i love i love these super super budget choices
1: let's do a shout out to this other piece on here the steinhardt ocean 39 i love this series
0: i have that i have that in my possession now and it's really cool it's not sticking with me so i'm like i'm Mm -hmm. trying to offload it um but the sizing is beautiful like (sighs) they like steinhardt totally killed it as somebody who had i think it was a gen 2 ovm back in 20 early 2016 it must have been
1: oh was that the giant one
0: that was the one that i showed you and you were at lunch and you're like man this is kind of big because those because lug to lug it was it was big steinhardt totally killed it when they figured out their their 39 Mm -hmm. millimeter case it's really really nice
1: 39 millimeters in diameter, 47 lug to lug, and 13 millimeters thick. I'm not. I'm not mad at 13 millimeters thick with a, either a Solita SW200 or an ETA 2824 that's in there. That,
0: and I think they spring that's killer. I think they spring for. I don't. I don't know what the grades are with ETA anymore. Elabor or chronometer or whatever. I think they
1: knows, I don't know.
0: I think they go above the standard, the just like the garden variety ETA. I think they do either elabor or something else. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a nice watch. It's yeah. just this one in the blue is. I've learned that it's not for me.
1: That's fair, you know. Yeah. Um, we have a review of the um Ocean Thirty Nine GMT, uh, the Pepsi GMT, which I threw uh, a link for in here as well. This, I think, the Steinhardt is really good for someone that doesn't necessarily mind if a watch is an homage, but they just want something that's built well. That is basically also under the radar and is just on point with the sizing, yeah. And has great respectability with the fit and finish, like Mm. which these Steinhards do. I mean, there are many iterations of the Ocean Thirty Nine anywhere. You're going to spend anywhere from like I don't know, what did I write here? Three hundred and eighty bucks to six hundred bucks, depending on what model. You know, you're actually going to go for like realistic pricing and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, I also threw one on here. I didn't see too (laughs) much on. Uh, it's actually right beneath the Steinhardt Ocean Thirty Nine. It's this Yema Superman heritage. I don't. I feel like people don't talk about Yema very much.
0: Never, never tried one. I know they they flaunt a lot of the um, the French Navy partnership, and I never, yeah. I never know how authentic that is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if somebody knows. Let me know. But I I I start to get weird, kind of like Luminox. You know. I feel like eighty percent of their advertising is like Navy Seals, and then I think <laughs> with Yema, they, they they lean on the the French Navy stuff a lot. So uh, I mean, they look great. That's, um, a,
1: that, that's it. That that last phrase is what's important to me. It looks great. Yeah. I don't I don't care. I just I don't care about watch like whatever sort of bullshit like
0: provenance. Aww. You know
1: what I'm saying? So, like, yeah it's, a, yeah, it's a French brand. Yeah, they have this, like, recorded history of being, you know, French, like, military dive watch and everything like that, so on and so forth. But if we take and remove all of that bullshit and just look at the watch as an item, I think it's very cool. I think this is a great watch for someone that wants something with a bit of under-the-radar vintage leaning that has a little bit more um, of a unique factor than just your submariner homages or your seiko dive watches you know blah 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 fantastic sizing this is the quartz version that's the other big thing so the Yema superman heritage i have here is the quartz version for 450 bucks there's an automatic version for more than a thousand dollars but you all know how i feel about quartz watches
0: awesome i did not sizing. know that they did one in in quartz until yeah. i saw this article
1: i mean it's fucking it's cool as shit dude 39 millimeters in diameter 47 lug to lug 11 millimeters thick that's cool right fuck yeah dude that's cool ow as i hit my arm on the fucking wall behind me it's a ronda quartz 515 fe i don't know what the hell fe means but um this is an interesting option for someone that honestly wants to if you if you have seiko diver money but you don't want to buy a seiko diver uh Seiko Prospects Diver. I should or actually no wait, even that's meaningless now. Yeah, the pricing um, is, is
0: uh, <laughs> different these days.
1: If if you you know if you want to spend less money than you would on a Seiko prospects diver yeah. A little more um, than
0: a citizen. A little more than a citizen. Let's say a little more than a citizen. Yeah.
1: With something that has just honestly not everyday factor. There's nothing wrong with wanting a dive watch because it feels uncommon or like something that other people don't buy because as we discussed in the beginning of the show, these are fashion pieces. Suck it nerds. i am yeah. not dying with these. So I think that's very cool. I'm excited. I hope they have Yem is gonna be I wind up. So um Oh, oh there's a fire engine yeah, driving can. by my window. Can you hear them?
0: It's I'm just you know, most of the time it's me.
1: Yeah, you usually it's you now it's me. The
0: background. You know.
1: Like gunshots and shit. No, it's fine, they're gone. Yep. They're gone. <laughs> Um, so the Yema Superman Heritage Quartz check it out, very very cool and if you really give a shit it's 200 meters of water resistance Uh, your Seiko Sumo is on here I guess our Seiko Sumo, technically because I had the second generation you had the third generation, that one is on here this this one can get expensive the Seiko Sumo has gone, gone a little off the rails in terms of pricing.
0: that's a nice watch and, alright, don't get mad at me Kaz but <clears throat> did you sell it? I didn't sell it actually quite the opposite. I'm actually looking to offload my turtle because I wear the sumo a little bit more. You've
1: always liked, you've always liked the idea. You were always sumo curious.
0: Yeah. I was always sumo curious. (laughs) And I always, when I, when I saw the way they did this green again, I probably said it at some point and people got mad. I think this green is better than the Rolex Hulk shade. Yeah. It's so much better when you see it in person. Oh, it's awesome. beautiful, um, and then oh, actually, before they came out with this green, they had another green, and we saw it in Hong Kong, and I was the like,
1: jade with the yellow hand. I was like, the oh, "Why is it got hand? that
0: yellow hand? It'd be perfect without it." And then they did this one; <laughs> it's really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, I I like this. I like this watch a lot, and it's just like, man, the quality, the way that you like you interact with the crown and the bezel. It's just, the it's kind of big with the bracelet, so I have it on a. I have it on a generic, like Amazon copy waffle strap. Mm-hmm.
1: And How do you like it on there?
0: I like it way more on rubber. I want to get like a nicer rubber strap eventually, like uh, maybe, maybe like the ones that come with the Marine Masters. Because you this, have the oh sorry. Because the Sumo, the Sumo kind of looks a lot like the Marine Master. The, the shape, the shape of the case in some ways. Mm-hmm. Do you have the gap? Because the thing with the sumo is the actual spring
1: bars are far towards the tip of the lugs. So when you put an aftermarket strap on there, you have a big gap between the case and the strap. Do you have some gapage with your rubber strap, or does it's it a, hug up?
0: It's a little bit, but it's not. It doesn't really bug me. Nice. That's cool.
1: Yeah, that was that was my issue with aftermarket straps on my old Gen twos. Um, like I can
0: video. I can see if I if I tried to put it on a NATO, it, that that gap might might bother me a little bit more. Mm-hmm.
1: I hear that. Let's see. What else is cool on here? I feel like no one ever talks about these Hamilton khaki Navy scuba autos. You ever see these?
0: Yeah. I'm not a fan, but you don't like them. I like the, I like that you put them in here.
1: I honestly, I would sort of, in terms of in terms of a watch, I feel like these are supposed to live in the same brain space as like Zodiac sea wolves. Hmm. But I would almost prefer this to a Zodiac Seawolf because the Seawolves have kind of gone off the fucking rails. Um It's a lot of versions. <laughs> there's a lot of versions. It's starting to feel like a novelty at this point. Um, what about these uh khaki Navy scuba autos do you not dig? Is just is just the look of them.
0: Maybe the first thing that I saw was the Broncos colors. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's kinda of like whatever. I, I you know actually the the one yeah, on the left yeah, that's funny. that's blue that's blue and white that's the white,
1: cool I like that one yeah is I Hamilton guess gonna, I'd have to see wind-up? one in person I've seen him in person I I've, I've seen him in person a few times and I'm just like you know what I like this but the problem is the second I kind of stop looking at it or I leave it I forget about it you know what I mean but it's one of those things where every now and then let me see is Hamilton at fucking wind up
0: Maybe maybe my deal with Hamilton is that Hamilton is so ingrained in my head as, uh, like, oh, field the, watches. The field watches, exactly. That when I see a dive watch, I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know about this.
1: I'm not going to get a hot dog at McDonald's. That sounds fucking insane. You know what I mean? Is that what it's
0: like?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yo, McDonald's hot dog. I don't think they yeah. have hot
0: dogs. <laughs> yeah, or Olive Garden. <laughs> Olive
1: Garden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a Philly cheesesteak at Olive Garden. What could go wrong? You know? It was, I was I was hanging out with someone and we were at um do, are, is BurgerFi a Florida thing?
0: Mm, I don't know if that's around here.
1: You don't have, okay. Well, BurgerFi is like a burger chain, like a it's nicer than a McDonald's, but I also don't know that much. <laughs> oh, that's no, fine. But, but BurgerFi is a burger chain. So I was with I was at a BurgerFi with someone um a few years back, and uh, it's a fucking knucklehead. I go and I order a burger. This is before I found that I was allergic to gluten, so I, just, I could just eat whatever I wanted. And It was a magical time in my life. Um, I go in and order a burger, and then they go, and they're like, um, ooh, not feeling a burger. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? You know what I mean? He's like, uh, ooh, they have hot dogs. I'll get a hot dog. And so we got a hot dog at BurgerFi, and then we sat down. it tastes one bite, and he's like, oh, this hot dog sucks. I'm like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? It's not called Hot dog fi, dude. It's called burger BurgerFi. All right? <laughs> I worked I at, understand.
0: <laughs> I worked at Dairy Queen for like a month. Mhm. I was trying to to raise money to record like for my band at the time and Right. Uh, <laughs> and I'll never forget it was around the time that Dairy Queen tried to start selling hot dogs. And we didn't have it on that day and this one guy like came through the drive-through no joke at past like 11 <laughs> 11 p.m. and I was just like we don't have the hot dogs yet. And he got so mad. My God. Like, do you want, do you want like a blizzard? Like, you want so some weird. chili?
1: I think we have chili in the bag. I, <laughs> I can just make you some chili. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's man. the reaction that you have and other people have when they hear, oh, Hamilton has a dive watch?
0: Why yeah, why I
1: got a hot dog at Burger Fire? I think that's you know what exactly I mean?
0: what it is. Yeah. But these things are cool.
1: I would encourage anyone, if you had the opportunity to um, I think Tornow carries Hamilton walk into a Tornow see if it's in the case try one on if you get the chance I would definitely encourage it so these things are between 550 and 750 which is less than a fucking super sea wolf if you, I, I'm pretty sure case dimensions are interesting 40 millimeters, but 50 lug to lug because the lugs stick out a little bit and it's 13 millimeters just because it's a mechanical movement but it is the Um, Hamilton-branded... It's it's a Swatch brand. So it's the Hamilton-branded ETA C07.66611, which is the ETA with 80 hours of power reserve. So it has 80 hours of power reserve, which, like, is the same with um, a TISO that I have on here and also the Mito Powermatic 80 or whatever the fuck it's called. These are all different Swatch-niche-branded versions of the same ETA um, C07 uh, movement, so... I think this is a cool one. 100 meters of water resistance. Maybe that's another reason to hate it.
0: I can't do it, man. I need to. <laughs> I can't. I need, I need my what 200 kind of plus. Ma-
1: <laughs> what kind of man would I be kissing my wife as a 100 meter man? How could I do that to her? Why don't I do these voices? Who are these people's voices that I'm doing?
0: <laughs> There's no honor in only having 100 meters of water resistance. <laughs>
1: Speaking of Mito, the Mito Ocean Star is on here. In particular, I said the Mito Ocean Star in titanium, but you could also do um, stainless steel as well. These a lot. Of, I love this watch. So it's forty-two millimeter. It's forty-two point five millimeters. It's a bit bigger, but because I don't know how they do it, it's under twelve millimeters in thickness, and it's still mechanical. It wears so well. I loved having this watch in for review and it's um it's titanium. It's beautiful. Uh it's around the same pricing as the Hamilton um Scuba Auto between 600 and 800 bucks depending on which model excuse me that you go for but this is a fantastic. Why am I so fucking burpy right now? I'm very gassy. Did you this have a
0: You might have had gluten. No, I've
1: been very I've been I had a I had a Oh Michael, let's talk food. I had a fantastic Gluten free um, white sauce clam pasta dish the other day. Okay. You like clams? Are you? Are you? You don't seem like you don't strike me as a shellfish person.
0: <sighs> I'm just not a seafood person. It's like which eating is, aliens, which is interesting. Which know. is
1: interesting considering you were in South Florida and now you're in Seattle and you still don't like seafood.
0: Yeah, my wife makes fun of me a lot. I'm just like, nah, I don't want to eat your ocean bugs. Like, <laughs> <I> do- <laughs> I'm not into ocean roaches, so. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it depends. If you want to show me something, I don't know. I'll will give it a try. We
1: could, you you and I could you and I could stick with steaks. You and I you and I so when we're in windup, it'll be the first time we'll be together both being able to eat meat and we're totally going to tuck into some fucking ribeyes, dude. I'm going to we got to find some nice
0: ass spots. Yeah.
1: To get ribeyes in New That York.
0: that would be cool. Yeah.
1: And then when and then when I'm done building my house here, I'm building an outdoor kitchen here. I'm bringing you here to Sarasota. I'm gonna make you a fucking steak in my outdoor kitchen.
0: We should make it a company trip. Like I have to come for a meeting, and then yeah. Yeah, the
1: meeting's gonna be us <laughs> eating in my backyard. You know, <laughs> that's the company meeting. I call to meeting this board congregation of TBWS. It's like me and the cats and you. you know, like cats are board members.
0: That's I can. Could- I, I can hire any, someone. I don't want any <laughs> other <it>? board members. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, like we could hire someone to be our fake CTO. Remember we had a fake CTO for a while.
0: I still think you should put him on the the footer on the side.
1: back in the masthead. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta dig up his name again. Uh, what else is on here? Oh, and the loom was fantastic on this medo um on this medio titanium motion star that I had for a while. What else is on here? Gabox avidiver has to be on this list.
0: I forgot that I reviewed that, and I had, this was one of
1: the first reviews we ever did on TBW.
0: I had more than one, right? I had two versions.
1: You had the white one in stainless steel, and then on the orange, which I think your wife wore a lot, right? I had three. <gasps> you had this black one that I have the photo of, and then you—I think you had a black one. Yeah. A black dial with a stainless steel. This is a blue dial with the PVD, and you had a black dial with stainless steel, so you had three.
0: That's a cool watch
1: totally deserves to be on this list as one of the more interesting dive watches the whole concept of the Gavox avidiver is that it's supposed to be a sort of pilot aviation inspired diver but also a sort of aviation inspired like or a sort of dive watch inspired aviation watch like the whole idea is to have it sort of be combined and like there's a way for you to use the dive bezel as a gmt michael happy has a video on how to do it
0: I'm not smart should, enough to figure that yeah, out. Yeah, it's, it's actually kind of, it's, it's a yeah. little tough. Um, I
1: should <laughs> probably link it here, but I would suggest the Gavox Ava Diver to someone that wanted a dive watch. Honestly, that's something that just felt like a unique design, felt a little special, and something that, you know, if you do have a shared love of um, diving and also aviation, it is pretty cool. And the loom on here is fantastic because it's, um, this is a
0: sandwich dial, isn't it? Yes, and they're still available. I didn't... Yeah, oh, yeah. S- still selling them. Wow, Okay, so these things are awesome.
1: Um, Powered by the Miota 9015, 43 millimeters in diameter, 50 lug-to-lug, and uh, a little under 13 millimeters thick, so this one is definitely a fun one. Check out our review for that. Your pricing is going to be anywhere from 650 to 700 Um, so we're getting closer to the top part of uh, the $1,000 range. There's a lot of options way below that, but I'm also just... I'm just scrolling through and taking random uh call calls out. Ooh, here it is. Baltic Aquascaf. This is a fucking awesome watch. Yeah.
0: Right? I'm looking I'm looking at this one and the trekker just below. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to I'm trying to think of myself like which one would I get today?
1: That's tough to say. They're very different. So I would suggest the Baltic Aqua Aquascaf. Sorry, I'm a fucking I Aqua. Aqua. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Bal- the Baltic Aquastaff, Aqua? Aqua? The fucking Baltic Diver. I would suggest this watch to someone that honestly wanted something that was a little bit romantic towards vintage watches, vintage dive aesthetics, but that still did a very fine execution of something you could wear every day. You know what I mean? Because just because of the nature of the design of this watch, it's a very... It's very nostalgic about vintage design, but it's also very minimal, which is, I think, something that's echoed in a lot of Baltic watch designs. I love, I love when they put designs out there, you know, because they all have that kind of vibe. And the bracelet on here, from your review when you were sharing, is fantastic. I also love this photo that you took that I chose. Um, that's your Gibson.
0: That's my Gibson. I used it today. Right? Love there that you go. guitar.
1: How about that? Uh, the Raven Trekker is also sort of vintage dive watchy but more in the sense of um it's less romantic it's more function yeah like it's more it's more inclined towards looking like a functional item which is very much congruent with what Steve is doing with Raven watches like he wants to create a creative watch that's reflective of his passion for adventuring traveling um exploring the outdoors all that kinds of fun stuff and every design that he does is a sort of different you know Love letter to that sort of idea, and so Mm -hmm. the Trekker, in my opinion, is one of the cooler ones because it is, um, this is fantastic everyday watch material.
0: He did, he did actually with this the recent release of the Raven Trekker, so the the newest batch that he came out with. Mm -hmm. Um, he uh, he came out with a version with I think it has sword hands and the yes, the red triangle and he calls it the Raven Vintage which i think is actually <laughs> a callback to like one of his earlier earliest, Early ones. earliest yeah. models yeah that's kind of cool so cool
1: pricing on oh so pricing on the Baltic just taking a step back between 500 and 600 depending on what's going on pricing on the Raven Trekker is uh, between 700 and 740 depending on which model um, you're going for uh ooh 39 millimeters. god that's fucking awesome yeah so cool with the trekker uh, the Notice folks made it to the list, the Notice Avalon. I loved my time with this watch. It was one of the more interesting sort of broke the mold microbrand design watches. So whereas a lot of micro brand watches might be more reminiscent of some sort of skin diver on a beat of rice or some sort of Rolex Submariner homage, honestly, the Notice Avalon. Not to make a 1-1 comparison, really reminded me of the Sumo.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: wore very similarly to the Sumo. It was a big, fat fucking watch, but it was really nice and comfortable. I had a very fine time um, wearing this. Um, after it was reviewed, it was sent to me, and then I spent a lot of time with it. And so, that made it on the list here as well. Pricing for this one, they're putting out a second iteration of it, is around the same as the Trekker between 700 and 750 so a little expensive. Else is on here that's worth calling out. Here's your CWC.
0: Yeah, those those can be tough. Um, mm-hmm. Those those can break a thousand. Uh depending yeah. on just currency how the, stuff. How I uh, was
1: gonna say how the currency exchange is going. There was a period of time where it was uh, a good time to buy one.
0: Yeah, and then I don't know about these docs the sub two hundreds. I don't know I don't know much about them. I've never handled one. Um I guess I'm looking at the time and I'm just trying to figure out if there's if there's a watch on here, say it can't be a brand that you've owned before Mm -hmm. or a watch that you've had before. Which one for your money would you get like today if you were going to hit buy it now?
1: (sighs) Can I do a tie? Do I have to choose one?
0: You can do whatever. It's your show.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's right. Thanks. Thanks, boss. Um, I would say it's a three way tie. Sorry. Between the Yema Superman Heritage, the Hamilton Khaki Navis Cuba Auto, and I've seen these watches in person. I love them. I would hardcore, seriously go for um, the Zellos or the Zellos Swordfish. The 40 millimeter. Or no, uh, yeah, it's 40. I, I, I mistyped this. Let me fix this right now. It's 40 millimeters. Um, Zelos is a fantastic micro-brand who's nailed what their design language is. This is a very cool-looking watch to me.
0: Hmm.
1: My typo. What about you? What would you do? Actually, um oh yeah, and I've never owned a Zelos. I've never owned a Hamilton and I've never owned a Yema. So that okay, so I so other than cheating and choosing 3, I I adhere to your criteria. <laughs>
0: I think I think for me it might be a tie between the Yemma, the quartz mm. one, and the uh, the Baltic. That Baltic is so fucking yeah. cool, dude. <laughs> but but probably more so the Yemma, because it's quartz, and I never knew that they did a quartz version of it.
1: One hundred fifty bucks. So it's, That's it's crazy. Just, it's just
0: more more immediately appealing to me, and I'm very curious about the dimensions and all that kind of stuff. So
1: yeah, uh, hopefully we can see it in person. Yeah. they're they're at, at wind-up. Watch, we go and like, oh, have yeah, the quartz went? Oh, no one wants to buy that, so we didn't bring it. Son of a
0: bitch. That does happen. <laughs> of course <laughs> it's going to that, that does happen. That's probably going to
1: happen. Fuckers, man. Um, there's a ton of watches that we didn't even bring up that are on this list. That said, if you go to twobookwatchnobs.com, check out this list, and you say, you know what, Kaz? You forgot the blah, 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 blah. Let us know. Let me know in the comments what's up. I'll go and check it out. I will seriously consider any watch under a thousand bucks to add onto this list to help folks. Just cut, just cut through the bullshit, man. It's hard enough being a fucking watch collector with everyone trying to trick you into feeling emasculated and stealing your fucking money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hard enough, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. <clears throat> well,
1: but yeah, that's 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 where we are right now. I had a ton of fun putting this piece together. I got a lot of other ones I'm working on, but um. Ooh, it is time, isn't it? I'm looking at the time.
0: It's a good episode, though. Crazy, My- crazy article, crazy article. <laughs> I can't believe you actually did this. This is insane. <laughs> um, it's not that insane. It's I hope insane. I hope this actually helps people. I hope this gets out there and it actually starts making the rounds, and folks start to see how how uh, helpful it is. Mm-hmm. I think it will. I'm
1: feeling pretty good on it. It's
0: also yeah. surreal to see this first photo, like just after the hero shot of you with your, your blue mo.
1: My sumo from back in the day. Yeah. Way back in the day. <laughs> I took that shot of my car. That's a car
0: shot. That's a, <laughs> that's a great car shot.
1: Man. Ah, I miss that walk sometimes. Skip has it.
0: Yeah. That's the, it's in good hands.
1: Oh my God. he's absolutely really good hands. <laughs> well oh, here, let's do this everyone, go check out the site 2 Um we have this piece up uh, we're working on a piece for the new Seiko 5 GMT um, there's a lot of other really fun pieces that are coming up I have a Fossil Watches review piece on there where I take a really unbiased look at the brand, there's a lot of other fun stuff on there as well uh, I think that's it Michael that's,
0: fine. that's it
1: Let's do this. You close this out, and I'll, I'll, I'll send the kids on their way.
0: Thanks for listening, guys. My name
1: is Mike. This is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Bro Watchnobs. Let it.